You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Episode 9 of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Paselli, and with me as always are Suze Gilbert. Hi, everyone. And Vicki Stokes. Hello. Now, before we begin today's episode, we want to do a little bit of shameless self-promotion. One of our fellow writers on MyMac.com, Dottie Yankelo, has a new book out in the iTunes bookstore called Looking for a Dinosaur. It's on sale for 99 cents until at least September 21st. He hasn't decided yet if it's going to be on sale a little bit longer. It's for preschool to grade two kids, and it's doing really well. So I suggest if you have a young child and an iPad that you go take a look at it. Once again, it's Donnie Yankelo looking for a dinosaur. And to continue on that shameless self-promotion track, my son has an ebook in the Kindle store for 99 cents called The Teacher That Didn't Teach. His name is Shane Paselli. 99 cents on the Kindle ebook store, or you can purchase a hardcover, well, actually a soft cover from Amazon. The cover of that book was done by Donnie Yankelo, who I don't think we ever mentioned in the past, did the Three Geeky Ladies logo. So Donnie's got a lot of talent. So um, my son, Shane, The Teacher That Didn't Teach, and his second book, The Teacher That Taught Too Much, should be coming out in the next few months. So how's that for some shameless self-promotion? And one last thing before we get into the topic of the day is we have a contest. You can win a copy of Write PDF, which is an iPad app that was graciously donated by Eurosmars, which uh, was somebody had left a comment in our Back to School episode about that being one of the apps that she really likes, and Eurosmarts has donated a copy to one of you. And all we ask is that you leave a comment on this episode's page on 3geekyladies.com and tell us why you th- would like to get this particular app, write PDF, or a topic for a future episode, or just say hi. So... We look forward to that, and in the next episode, we will do a random number generator and announce a winner. So today's topic is food and drink apps. Which ones do we like to use on a regular basis? And I know, Suze, you are just chomping at the bit for this one, so why don't you go first and share some of the apps that you like to use? Well, the first, I do love to cook. I do. And I really don't like the term foodie. I like, I like gourmand, actually. But I have to say, I really love to cook. I love to eat. I love to shop for, for food. I love markets. I think that's why I love France so much. And speaking of French, you really can't, I think, introduce yourself or your friends to French food without mentioning Julia Child. She is the grand dame of bringing the art of French cooking to the American table. And I was very excited that there was an app offered called um, Mastering the Art of French Cooking with Julia. And it's a fabulous app. It's currently priced at $4.99 in the App Store, and it is an iPad-only app. But I think if you really want to tackle, if you love the book, Julia and Julia, um, I didn't read it. I read instead my um, Julia Child's uh, book, My Life in France. But I think you would really enjoy doing the recipes. And Elisa, I th- this, this is tailor-made for you because this app has wonderful color photographs that you just swipe through. And they have a really good selection of basic French recipes. And I'm really hoping that the only criticism I would have about this app is I wish they included more recipes. For $5, I think it would, I'd like to see it a little more content rich as far as recipes, but the recipes they do have are, are good. I, they are missing coco vin, which is one of my favorite recipes, which is chicken cooked in wine. However, they do have a really nice selection of sauce. Um, if you're doing French cooking, the French 
love to put sauces on their food. So they do a bechamel recipe, um, hollandaise. I think there's a sauce brun. And also some of the recipes are bouillabaisse, uh, a souffle. But what I really think the crowning achievement of this particular app is, is that they not only do they include the 32 recipes, but they include 30 videos of Julia um, making these recipes. So if you are struggling with a souffle, there's a video that you can watch with Julia giving you some temp, uh, some tips on how to make the souffle. And they're from her show. I love that because I used to love her show. Even when I was a kid, you know, some people came home and they watched, you know, I don't know, soap operas or general hospital. I tried to always watch Julia Child. So I, I guess that was a harbinger of my love for cooking. They also have a, a grocery list. So if you do like, uh, if you want to make the recipe, it, you can put you can save it and it will uh, give you a grocery list that you can basically email to yourself. Uh, resources, I did like the resource as well because that's actually taken from her cookbook, uh, Mastering the Art of French Cooking, Volume 1. And they have some black and white illustrations so you can see um, how things are done like boning a chicken. Uh, also definitions, you know, French definitions. Some people struggle with that. But another thing they have really nice in the app itself is that it has a pronunciation. So people sometimes struggle, I know, if you don't speak French, um, that if you're going to you know, make something, they actually give you the pronunciation. And I think this is, I have to find one. Um, this is Julia pronouncing. I don't know if you can hear it. I hope so. Let me see here if I can. So you just press the pronunciation. Did you hear that? Very faintly. <laughs> That's poulet roti. But I just think it's great. I think it's I think it's well worth the money. Like I said, I do hope that they're going to add a few more recipes in the future. But they also give you a bio on Julia too. So great app. If you're wondering about French cooking, I would highly recommend this app. Okay. Vicky, yeah, how about I you? love Julia. I love Julia. I do too. Um uh, let's move to wine because there's nothing better than French food and wine. I have an app uh, that I just not too long ago downloaded because, um, well, they just came out with it not, not too long ago uh, called Lot 18. Um, and it's a, it's a membership. It's part of a membership only service. Uh, it's free uh, and it gives you h access to highly rated wines. I will say the average wines that they have in, uh, are like 95 plus uh, ratings by you know, wine spectator and uh, and such, and it's off. It gives you offers for a limited time, or until supplies are are, are depleted. Uh, for different wines, it, it also has different food and travel offers too. But mainly, it's wines. And if you are a newbie to wines and you just want to try some different ones, they have some fabulous prices. I've actually filled up my entire wine fridge that I have with wine from Lot 18 because the prices are unbelievable and they're high quality wines and names that you'll be shocked. If you're united to wines, you probably go, oh, I don't know what 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 this wine is. Uh, but they're excellent wines. Even the ones that I wasn't all that impressed with, there are people I know that would appreciate it. So I, if I, I normally buy two bottles, I'll save that, that bottle for that person that I know who would appreciate that wine. And it's nothing better than drinking wine with, with friends. Um, and I've turned on a number of friends to this service. It is excellent. If you if you are a wine connoisseur or a novice in, in, in wine, this is an excellent service to get you started. With the app, what it does is it shows you these beautiful pictures of the, the wines, lots of nice screenshots. And you keep an inventory of everything that you bought. So, you know, you, you, you actually use that to, you know, sort of catalog what you have. Um, I believe this service is probably part of another wine service called Snoot. I'm not sure, but I, I get a lot of emails with Snoot at the top of it. So I'm assuming that they're affiliated with each other. And Snoot is another one that you could use, but I, I, I don't have any experience with it and I don't want to include it. But uh, Snoot has the same kind of service where you can actually catalog all your wines that you have. So it's like an electronic um, 
inventory of what what you have and what you like. And, and uh, you can have it on your iPhone, your iPad, any of your iOS devices, even your Mac. And it, it's excellent. Uh, you can pull it out at a restaurant and yeah, look at some of the wines you have and see if maybe the, the restaurant has those wines. And you'd be a little bit more knowledgeable about it. They give you good information about them, too. And they're not just single bottles of wines. They give you, like, special prices on half cases or, or duos or, or a, a vertical, which is which is a certain, like, uh, for people who don't know, that would be a certain number of years. Like, if you um, a bottle from a, a winery from 2001 to 2005 or something like that. Or I, I, wouldn't, I don't know if I would want 2001 to 2005, depending on the wine. But uh, you could buy uh, verticals of certain wines. They even had uh, wine from different countries so you can uh, as samplers. So you can try those. It's lot 18. It's free. And if you recommend a friend, they give you, uh, I think, like a $10 a certificate that you can apply, $25 certificates. I've gotten so many certificates that I, I bought uh, cases of wines <laughs> uh, from friends that actually joined the service. So it's Lot 18. Um, it's compatible with iPhone, iPod Touch, iPad, and requires iOS 5.0 or later. Of course, you have to be 17 years or old to download this app. <laughs> but 21 to drink the wine. <laughs> the only thing I found sometimes with ordering Vicky is like um, with Maine is I could never order like or a wine from Oregon or, or California because of the laws. So sometimes the shipping, yeah. they just the yeah, pe- listeners may have to check with their state to see if they allow shipping over the state line. That's right. true. Yeah, I, I, I live in California, so I'm pretty much spoiled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they're trucking it right down the street from where I live. So. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that sounds like a great app, though. I'm, I'm definitely going to yeah. check into that. Well, of the three of us, I'm the one that doesn't like to cook. I like to eat, but I don't like to cook. But listening to these nice selection of apps, I really should investigate more. There's there's some really good apps out there if you do some just do some research. One of the things um, that I got when I got married all those years ago, which I think a lot of people got, was the Betty Crocker cookbook. And <laughs> I have to admit, there are still certain recipes that when I make, I go to that cookbook to get it out. I try not to cook too often. I try to leave that to one of my sons because he's a much better cook than me. But last night I made apple crisp. We had some apple. apple. Yeah. Oh, it's good. (laughs) So I made some apple crisp, went right to the Betty Crocker cookbook and pulled it out. And I use it for my blueberry muffins, uh, for lasagna. There's just certain recipes that I use the Betty Crocker cookbook. And if you don't want a actual physical Betty Crocker cookbook, they have it in iPad version. And it's just called the Betty Crocker Cookbook for iPad, totally free. When you open it, you get three choices. You can hit the surprise me button and you'll get who knows what. Could be a dessert, could be a chicken meal, could be a breakfast meal. You can search recipes by keyword or you can search by ingredients you have on hand. So if I search by keyword, um, and this does run a little bit slow. So if I type in chicken... Okay, so I type in chicken and I search, and right now it's doing a search. Like I said, it is a it is a little bit slow, but it is going through this large database of different recipes. So it could be anything that has chicken as an ingredient. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a main dish. Okay, it came up with 706 results for chicken. So let's say for argument, I picked the crispy oven chicken. It tells me that it takes 10 minutes to make. 50 minutes total, it serves two people, and it was rated by users four out of five spoons. So Hmm. I click on that, and it's bringing up the recipe. And what's cool about this is it has a nice picture of it. I can share this. So, Suzanne, if you say, hey, that sounds like a really good um, recipe, if I hit the share button, I can email it to you. It automatically opens up my email program. It attaches the entire recipe all I have to do is address it and send and hit the send button. Oh, that's a great has, idea. Yeah. It has a font size, so I can make it bigger or smaller. It has nutritional information, so I know what it, exactly it is that I'm eating. 
and it has the cook. Now, it also has what they call the cook mode, which is really cool. What it does is it opens up a new window and it says like step one, heat oven to 425. And it gives me all the directions for the first step. Then at the bottom, it gives me a preview of the next step. When I'm ready, I hit step two. It says bake uncovered for 35 to 40 minutes. Now that's in blue with like a little timer next to it. If I Mm -hmm. click on the timer, oops, I click on the timer and hit the start button, it's going to count down for 35 minutes. And at the end of the 35 minutes, the timer goes off and it gives me this, this very loud buzz. So I know that I finished step two of my meal and now it's on to step three. So that part I thought was really cool. At any time, I can hit the ingredients button up in the top right corner to see what my ingredients are to make sure I've got everything ready. I can go back. I can hit a star button to make it a favorite. So rather than having to search for that again, I just go to my favorites and there it is. Now, the one thing that I don't like, I have to be honest, is there were 706 choices for chicken. There's no back button for me to go back to my list and say, now I want to look at this recipe. Mm -hmm. There's a forward and backward button so I can scroll one at a time down the list. But if I saw like the 10th entry was what I wanted to go to next, I can't get there directly. I'd have to go back to my search, type in chicken and start again. So that part I'm not liking too much. Um, But otherwise, I can search by ingredient. So if I said I had, um, say I've got apples and I have tuna, I can come up with a recipe that has apple and tuna, tropical fruit, rice, and tuna salad came up. So I can look at that. And again, it's got the same information. I can favorite it. I can share it. It's got the nutritional information, the cook mode. Otherwise, I can hit the browse button, and it gives me different recipe categories. Appetizers, beverages, breads, cakes, candies, main dishes, meats, etc. So if I click on meat, let's say, let's see, it's giving me just tons of different meats. Baked ham, lemon ginger chicken, slow cooker country ribs, turkey drumsticks, and etc. So there's many different ways of searching and finding whatever it is that you're, what kind of food you're actually looking for. Mm-hmm. And like I said, you can save it to your favorites. So that if it's something that you really enjoy, you can go back to it again and again. And it's totally free. So I think one day I'm going to have to really sit down and look through this and find something that even I can make and not uh, make my family sick. Because I'm known to be the worst cook in the house. <laughs> and that's, that's not an exaggeration. I'm the, of the set it and forget it school of cooking. Put everything on high, walk away. The forget it and set it. The I set have it to remember that. It. Set it and forget it. I put Set like, it and right. forget it. Yep. So like crock making... pot stuff. There's a lot of recipes like right? that, that, that that you can do that with, like pot roast. Well, see. But I'm talking in the slow cooker. But see, my my set it and forget it is in the negative connotation because if I'm making rice and it says simmer on low for 20 minutes, I put it on high because it's like, okay, I want it done now. No. The the meat is done. Come on, let's go. And then I walk away. I don't stand there and stir it. I walk away. And then I get so it's burned because the rice is burned. Yeah, the burst is the rice is burned at the bottom of the pot. I'm like, yeah, and. That's why we have a dishwasher. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I, I don't have the patience. I have to be honest. I don't have the patience where my my son, he'll come home and he'll chop and he'll dice and splice and cook. Oh, yeah, and, me too. Me too. And it's, 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 a, it's a meditation. And I think cooking is very zen. And I also think it's just a wonderful creative outlet. You know, because I never cook anything by a book. You know, you always add stuff, whether, you know, it's seasoning or an ingredient. You know, you always kind of make the the recipe your own, I, I think. I, I don't know, Lisa. I've never, I don't know. I can't even relate to you because I've never known. <laughs> I, I'm so, I'm not, I used to be like that until I found recipes <laughs> and I found the the TV programs that, Gave me confidence. I realized I did know how to do some basic stuff and I needed to build on it. And that's, you know, that's what I did. I don't cook all the time either, but 
I do. I can follow recipes and I have some things that I know how to cook. Um, yeah, I, so. I really should really sit down, not an hour, and just sit down and look at these apps. Plus, there's there's lots of websites that have, you know, different different recipes, the Food Network and so forth. Just to do something different. It's like, how many times can you make chicken breast the same way every single week? Yeah. Which is what we do, you know. Well, which just I, the bloggers. Oh, my gosh, the food blogs out yeah. there. I get overwhelmed. I've had to cut myself down to, like, 10 of my favorite food blogs because I could, I could just go crazy on the food blogs. Yeah. So there's plenty of resources. It's just I, there's plenty of resources out there, but I just need to take the time to sit down and look through them and just say, let me try this. Let me try this. I mean, it's the same thing with the, with the crock pot. We make two things in the crock pot, beef stew and pulled pork. There's tons of other things. Like, but we're also good. <laughs> yeah, but there's but not every week. Be, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's plenty of other things I could be using the crock pot for besides pulled pork and beef stew. Yeah. Oh, yes. So I just need to take the time to re- do some research, get a couple of recipes. You know, I know some, might, some will be hits, some won't, but I won't know until we try. Yeah. Well, that, that, that being said is that, you know, I think with food and with meals, you know, it's very hard I, sometimes when you have young kids. But when I think I grew up in a household where it was all about convenience. You know, I remember my mother buying Salisbury steak in one of those little plastic boiling things. Oh, yeah. And remember, yeah, and put it over Disgusting. toast, chicken a la king over toast. That was a quick dinner. And, uh, over, um, over potatoes. And, I hate potatoes yeah, to this day. Know, I don't want to eat mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah, hamburger helper, tuna helper. But it wasn't until I lived in France and I, that I saw how um, it's different. It's 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 not about convenience. It's not. About, I mean, they still make things very quickly over there, but it's about the whole presentation and sitting down and and food is actually more of a social time. And, you know, the food is just enhancing the conversation. And that changed my whole outlook, the way that I, I thought about food. And so I just remember, you know, especially if the kids were in a lot of uh, doing a lot of things when they were in school, Sundays was the usually was always the day that I took my time because I can spend a whole day making a meal. I just, I love making, I love cooking. And I remember my eldest son came in and he said, mom, are you cooking gourmet again today? And I just never (laughs) forgot that. But I always put the candles on, music, no TV at the table. And I just, I tried to bring that French sensibility at least one day a week to the table because I really loved the way the French did that. And I guess you know, I've, I was always very impressed by that, but I know I just, I spoke about a French app, but I'm sure everyone has heard of Mario Batelli. He is a, yeah. a wonderful chef that has his own show. He also has an app. It's a little bit more pricey than Julia Child's app, but if you are not really into French food, but you adore Italian food and you want to learn more about how to make Italian food, this would probably be the app for you. It's $9.99. It is also, it's not just an iPad app, though. You can use, it's compatible with the iPhone, the iPod Touch, and the iPad. And Mario gives you a really great selection of recipes, but what I like about it is he, he basically regionalizes Italy. So, you know, I'm not Italian, but I love Italian cooking, but I learned the difference between, you know, um, mid-coast Italy, northern Italy, southern Italy, each one of them, you know, he, he has all these regions, wonderful regions, and he tells you about the region, what they're known for. He gives you a little history of it um, and the dishes and why they make those particular dishes. It's a really well-done app. Not only that, there's about six, I think there's about 60, 63 recipes, and also there's videos, so he basically bring he has a short video with each one. Again, Elisa, you were mentioning about a timer. There's a timer, so if you have a timed section part of the recipe, you can just press the little green button and it'll time it for you, like if you're cooking pasta. You don't even have to use your oven timer or your microwave timer. You can use the app timer. Um, the only thing, you know, I like apps to be landscape mode. This is portrait mode only. It doesn't go into landscape, so be aware of that. So you'll have, if you're using the recipe, you know, I find that you have to kind of um, put your iPad up. The way that my cover is on my iPad, I can't really 
it, it does better propping it up on landscape mode than portrait mode. But I think this is a it, he he gives a great glossary of, turn, of terms. He also has um, so you you know learn about the Italian terms and how to um, what how to pronounce them, and also the grocery list, which is really great. So I think this if if you needed two world cuisine apps, I would recommend both of these. I think for fi- you know most cookbooks you figure are what twenty thirty dollars. So for fifteen dollars, not only are you getting videos but you're also getting a really nice selection of recipes with with both mario batali cooks and with the julia child app so and i like the way they do the wine pairings julia talks about wine in her app and mario talks about pairing wine with the foods in this app which i think vicky you know you were mentioning with lot 18 i think people sometimes get intimidated by that you know with wine because you know people think that if you're making fish you should always serve a white wine. Well, that's not necessarily true, you know. And if you have beef, then you should you should only serve red wine. So I or I like the wine, way that yeah. exactly I like the way Mario really uh, talks about the pairings as well, and I would agree with those. So I I, I like this one. I think this is a really good app. Okay, uh, I think I'll go next. Um, I'm going to talk about my favorite website, very favorite cooking show, actually. Um, is um, Cooks Illustrated, and I don't know if you're aware. Um, I've ever heard of the America's Test Kitchen. It's a PBS program. Yes, and they actually yes. test recipes. Yeah, they test recipes, and I can guarantee you, I've never ever had used one of their recipes that did not turn out perfect. And I make a lot of mistakes in cooking, tons of it. I could I could have cooked something a million times, and I forget a major ingredient. And I'm a, I'm sort of a perfectionist. That's the reason why I don't cook that often because I get frustrated. But and if it doesn't turn out perfect, I'm ready to throw it away. I don't do it with those recipes because they're the key. They 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 address the key problem on recipes. Uh, for instance, chicken that's soggy or uh, rice that's undercooked <clears throat> or overcooked. <laughs> Elisa, <laughs> was that a was that a dig at me? <laughs> And when you use the app, you go to the recipe and it first will pop up the article. They generally have an article about it. So they have like 50 of their, their all-time favorite uh, recipes on, uh, in the app. But the website has a bunch of information that's part of the America's Test Kitchen show. And they have some of the free stuff, but actually I have a membership because I want access to all the recipes and all of the different uh, recipes that they cover, uh, that they test on the show. What happens when you open up, a, a say, a poetry dish in the recipes portion of the app? It'll tell you what the problem is, the goal of the recipe, and the solution. So that you get an idea of what the problems are. And you can probably identify some of those because you've had bad food. So, you know, and it's trying to address how can you make the best, say, chicken crusted, um, almond crusted chicken, you know, uh, so it's not soggy or whatever. And it goes step by step about what the goal is. You don't have to read that. You can just go immediately into the instructions. But it, it also, just like the rest of the access grocery lists, um, um, and it goes into your instructions and it has a timer, all of those great things. But what I really love about it is that it's affiliated with that website. It also has these beautiful pictures when you pull up the article, similar to the website. I rather use my iPad uh, on this. I'm actually looking at it right now on my iPhone. It's sort of small, but it still renders the images quite well. Uh, it's just that when I'm doing a recipe, I like to see, like you said, in, in a portrait mode, uh, I mean, in landscape mode, uh, Suze, I, I, I prefer that too. Um, this is just a little too detailed and I, I need more space to see what's going on. But one thing that they do is that each step is a different color. So you know that uh, step one is a, a light beige, step two is a darker brown, step three is the light beige again. So you know that, okay. I, I need this. I've already finished this one. I can go to the next step. But it also covers techniques and it has videos that can show you exactly what they're talking about. So uh, the iPad is wonderful for that. I, I've been a member of the Cooks Illustrated uh, website 
for years before the app came out. I think the app came out last year sometime. I'm not sure. But um, I only recently started using this app and stopped and loving it. I used to always go to the website. I don't anymore. This is a great substitution. But I'm telling you, Lisa, this is the best website ever. I get people who know I'm not the best cook in the world. They said, what happened? <laughs> you know, you, you're great. When did you learn how to cook so well? <laughs> Do you know it's how I excellent. learned to cook? Remember Fanny Farmer? The fan, that was my very first cookbook was the Fanny Farmer cookbook. And mm-hmm. I still, there's things in there I swear by, like their quick holidays, their blend yes, of holiday pie crust sauce. from that, that pie crust best, from that, from that book. recipe. I learned so much when I, I yes. just learned so much from that particular cookbook. I love my Fanny Farmer cookbook and I really one wish they friends, would have the one app. One of my friends had that book and there's a recipe for pie crust. I stole that recipe. I copied it. And that's the, that's the recipe I use for pie crust. It's like perfect every time. Oh, so, it is. It is. Yeah. It is just, it is absolutely a fabulous, fabulous cookbook. It's foolproof. You know, I mean, if I can do it, anybody it can. Is, <laughs> But you know the other one is, uh, and it's, uh, I think we really do need to give her her due. Is Martha Stewart? I remember oh, purchasing Entertaining when she came out with that book, and I was totally mesmerized by the way that again she had that kind of French sensibility of making a meal an event. You know, just by the way you dressed up the table, and Jenny. she has Martha, like myself, comes from a Polish background. And I once had a Polish party, and I remember she had a very cool thing where she would take a um, a paper milk carton, and she, you know it was empty, and you fill it up with water, you put roses in it, and you put a bo- bottle of vodka in it, so it's chilled vodka. Well, didn't that make a presentation in the eighties when I put that out on my party? And you know, I just <laughs> I don't know. I I like Mar- a yeah. lot of Martha's recipes. You know, I, I, I hate to say the new Martha and the old Martha, but I have a lot of her older books, and I really enjoy a lot of those recipes. I use those quite a bit, her cookbooks. Yeah, I took the she, – she made some pomfrey, uh, you know, just french fries, yes. you guys. <laughs> that you, you know how you wrap it in the, the, the paper and put mm-hmm. it in this cone stand? My niece mm-hmm. had flipped when they saw that. They thought it was just so cool. Yeah, it's just I'm a presentation, hungry. you know? Not doing anything fancy. <laughs> I, I, I have to get off the podcast. I need to go cook. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I just downloaded the Cooks Illustrated. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you did? I just downloaded it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, one did you yeah, download? She's not interested. <laughs> but I suggest the Cooks that Illustrated that, that Vicky was just talking about. <laughs> Just that you you read through the recipes first. That's something. That's a big mistake I always make. I I didn't read through it, and so in the middle of doing something, I realized I should. I, it's going to take longer to do step two. So step one is sitting there soaking or doing something that you don't want it to do. So mm. read through the recipe, know what you, what the steps are, and cut your ingredients up in advance. So that you that's just you just follow you just doing an assembly line thing. That makes life easier for you. So. Well, you know what I love about Cooks Illustrated um, is their paintings. Whoever they, you know, have doing the drawings and the paintings, it's beautiful. That, that is one beautiful, beautiful. Max. I framed some of their pictures. <laughs> oh, I know. It's, they're, they're just beautiful. They've, they've done a, a really a great job with that ever since it came on the market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a Cooks Illustrated magazine, too, uh, app. But I, I'm talking about just the... The one by America's Test Kitchen for cooking and recipes. Well, as we've already established, I'm not a cook. So I only have one other app here, but it's not a cooking app. It's called Food Ucate, just like the word educate, except it's food, F-O-O-D-U-C-A-T-E. It's a free app. It's made for iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, and uses uh, iOS 4.0 or later. It's a universal app, so you have to double the size on the the iPad. But I I haven't, I, to be honest, I haven't really used it to its potential yet because I just downloaded it a couple weeks ago. But what you basically do is when you bring it to the grocery store, you can scan the barcode. And it will tell you through its database the nutritional value of that particular food that you want to buy. Um, it also has a button that you can browse. So you could say, well, gee, what's... um. 
Like right here, it says top graded. Van to Camp Sandwich Slims Multigrain, which is a sandwich bread. Ape is an A minus. Trader Joe's 100% whole grain fiber bread multigrain is an A minus. So you can look up different different foods. Um, they've got uh, up by pastries, by bakery, by breakfast foods, eggs, condiments, salty snacks, baby foods, just all different kinds of foods. You can click on the click on something and choose a particular brand, and it will tell you the calories per serving, uh, the grade that it's been given. As far as is it good for you? Is it not good for you? Um, if it's something that should be in your diet or not in your diet, it just has a lot of information. Um, it will give you a shopping list. It will give you a daily tip of uh, maybe something you should be eating that day or like this today's, it says top fruits by water content. Water makes up approximately 60% of our body weight. So it gives you a list of different foods that are made up mostly of water that are good for you. Um, healthy me, things that maybe that you've been buying, things that you're looking into that tells you how good or bad it is for your body. So it's a, it's a good way to... Um, to do some simple research on different foods when you go grocery shopping to see, is this food something that I should be adding to my diet? Is it good for me? Is it have the nutrients that I need, the calories? Or is it just a junk food like cookies or potato chips and I should just keep on walking? So it's called Fujicate. Hmm. That's a good one, Elisa. Yeah. yeah. Well, mine, so I'm going to do two real quickly because, you know, I've already talked about Julie Childs and Mara Potali. Many of you know Jamie Oliver, high energy yeah. guy. Um, he, I think he's trying to do a lot how to re-educate um, school systems on, um, you know, how to feed children with, you know, good food and nutritionally sound food. He has an app. I really like it. It's free. So for those of you that don't can't, you know, shell out, but you want to be able to have some different types of recipes. Uh, it's free, gives you 10 recipes to begin with. And again, he does a really nice job with these recipes. Uh, he has three small videos. Um, basically, the recipes themselves, like one of them I'm looking at right now, and I would never eat it because I don't eat baby animals nor beef. Uh, it's Moroccan-style lamb shakes. But he basically gives you the step, you know, step by step. He gives you the ingredients and your equipment. Again, you know, it tells you how many it's for, which is, you know, for four. He, he does a nice job. The taster packs afterwards are $2 a piece. So that's where you can really um, start to go up in price. Because if you get the 10 free recipes and the videos are basically how to do some knife, you know, how to use knife basics and stuff like that. But like if you want to do cakes for 15 recipes, that's $2. If you want to do a date night, which is 14 recipes, that's $2. So all of the packs of recipes after that, some include videos, some do not, are $2. So that's where it can get pretty pricey. But, you know, if you just want 10 free recipes, it's free, I would go ahead and download it. But the other app that I really would it's, – it's on my iPad. I think it's a fabulous app. Mark Bittman is a New York – Times columnist, and he's also a great cook. He has a rest, uh, an app, excuse me. It's called How to Cook Everything. It's ten dollars, but you get over two thousand recipes, and they're really, really good recipes. I've I've used this app a lot. It's an iPhone, iPod Touch, and iPad comp compatible app. When you open up the app, you can either browse the recipes. Um, they have Bitman's Picks, which are his kind of his favorites you can go to. They have quick dinners. They have a featured recipe. And they have Kitchen Basics, which talks about equipment, the basics. So this is a really great app to give, like somebody, to give to somebody that maybe has an iPad and just got married. This I would highly recommend. This is like the Fanny Farmer, I think. I mean, of course, nothing will ever replace Fanny Farmer. But if they want, if you want one really good cookbook app, for your iPad or your iPhone, I would highly recommend How to Cook Everything um, by Mark Bittman. I think it's definitely worth the $9.99 for this app. I really like some of these recipes, and he breaks them down as far as browsing, you know, into salads and soups and appetizers, and then they're broken down even more. So you can have cold soups or hot soups or, you know, soups that have chicken in them. And 
I just, I like the fact that he labels them if they're vegetarian, so you know right away if they're easy. So I think I would definitely recommend this app. Also, when you go to prepare a dish, when you open up a recipe, he gives you the ingredients, the steps, and also variations, which I like, because I always like to, ver- you know, to variety of my food, and I like to throw stuff in that, you know, would be different. It, they're all rated, too, so you have reviewers that you can look at the reviews on this app. But the related content, so for instance, if, it, if the recipe uses garlic, then you can open up how to crush and peel garlic or how to prepare lemongrass. So whatever ingredient is in that particular recipe, if you need more information on it, he has it there for you on how to prepare it. I just, I think it's a a fabulous app. It's a very, very well done app and it's very stable as well. And of course, you know, it has the shopping list and you can pick your favorites, you know, you can star them so you can go back to them quickly. So Elisa, if I was going to recommend one app for Elisa Pacelli, I would recommend How to Cook Everything by Mark Bittman. Why is everyone picking on me? <laughs> Nobody's picking on you. <laughs> to be quite honest, I have an app that I would recommend for you. Open okay. Table. Oh, that's that's a good how one. you, it's, it's an app that lets you set up uh, reservations for, um, re- for restaurants. For- okay, now we're talking. <laughs> So once you burn the rice, you can mm-hmm. open that app up and specify the dining time uh, and the day and the number of people in your party. And it'll go out and it'll search for different uh, restaurants nearby and um, this uh, uh, and list those so you can choose and pick. They also, um, I don't know if it's part of the app, um, but I used it online on, on the browser uh, uh, version of it, the web version of it. And um, I made reservation at this wonderful restaurant. I'm going to plug, plug, plug. Hopefully they'll hear it. The uh, peasant and the pear in um, Danville, California, home of Scully, the guy from the, that land the plane in the bay. <laughs> so, but uh, the president oh. and the pear, I made reservations there. And then afterwards, they start telling me about different events that that restaurant had. Like, I think this coming weekend, they're having some special event in uh, a, 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 a town nearby for some of their uh, anybody that's 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 a a, a fan of the restaurant, and it's it's a really good app, um, and especially when you. I hope you guys come out to MacWorld if you do. We could use it to probably uh, get into a really nice restaurant in San Francisco. They have a bunch of them, and um, reservations are really hard to uh, get by on at least on the weekends and stuff in the city. But it's pretty cool. Um, I have it. I have it on my my iPhone. Uh, I don't have it on my iPad. I don't see the purpose of having it on my iPad. Um, I like to have it when I'm out. And it's, okay, that's where we're gonna go. And you can pop it out and use it. It's pretty good. Um, downloaded. Yep. Yep. Already. Yep. Already downloaded. Yep. It, it, <laughs> you can look at it in terms of cuisines and different kinds of restaurants, so you can find. So you you don't have that issue. What do you want to eat? I don't know what do you want to eat. What? How about what's nearby? That sounds good. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what else about um, Urban Spoon is you get points. So if you make reservations, you get so many points. You end up, yeah, that's what's really nice about it. You get a little dining check. But some of these restaurants have specials where if it's an expensive restaurant, you can get like 2,000 points, which is really nice. You can sign up for Mm -hmm. their email newsletter. Uh, urban spoon, open table or urban spoon jeepers creepers they get both of those open table um mm-hmm. but it, it's great and they let you know don't they vicky they let you know right away if you I mean if there's not a seating at seven you get the next best seating i think uh, it's a yep. great app i used to use it a lot more in arizona when i used to go out with my friends all the time <laughs> oh this is cool it just asked for my location and seven o'clock dinner for two and it came up with I think 20 restaurants within about a 10-mile radius. Yeah, you can have that already planned. And if the meal turns out good, you cancel the reservation. Hmm. Lisa's ignoring one, me. Um, look, 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 well, one, one restaurant says 6.45, So they're showing bef- a little bit before and after some, restu- some reservations. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. Now all we need is an app for takeout menus, and I'm all set. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great idea. Maybe we maybe we should develop that app. You know, I, yeah. Now that you mention that, I've been using this app here in Dallas 
it's called Eat 24. And what it is, is you basically, you open up the app, you look for your restaurant, and if they have takeout, you, they have a menu, you just order it, you pay for it, and then it'll say, okay, it'll be ready in 20 minutes. And you go pick it up, it's all paid for. You just go in, pick up your, your order, and you're done. It's awesome. I do it with a little, um, I'm going to do a shout out for my favorite Thai food restaurant here called Thai Thai. And it's, it's, it was great. We were about an hour away a couple weeks ago and my husband said, why don't you call them up? And I said, well, I'll just do it on my app. And, you know, you're, you can save your credit card information, you know, so you don't have to keep putting it in. And it knows, you know, if you've, it keeps track of what you've ordered in the past. So it'll say, you know, do you want to order the regular? Yep, sure do. And it's, it's great. Eat 24. Not all restaurants are on it, but it's a lot of fun to use. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have it around here, though. It's too small of a market. Well, uh, yeah. I, 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 there's, you know, I, my husband and I tend to order the same. When we like something, we order the same thing over and over. You know? I, I do, too. I, I do, too. Yeah, I do the same thing. He loves, if you like it. Yep. He loves chicken pad thai, and he loves the way they do them. So, and I like the pad kimao, which is like the drunken noodle. It's kind of spicy. And, it, and that's the other thing. You can just tell them how spicy you want it. It's really, I really like the app. It's fun. So, Elisa, is it my turn? <laughs> it's your turn because we're skipping over me. Oh, I feel bad. You know what? <laughs> don't feel bad. No, I, no, pay, no. Pay don't back. feel bad for me. So, skipping over you? Yeah. Payback will be the. Uh, we have an episode on how to change out the motherboard, and Lisa, I will be quiet in the background, and Lisa will be <laughs> a tutorial. You've done that, Lisa. You need no, to work for the Mac specialist. <laughs> not the mo- no, I've just I've just in, uh, put in RAM and changed the hard drive. Yeah, I've done that too, but I don't think Suzanne's I touched the motherboard. Much, <laughs> yeah, she's giving me too much credit. I'll be the one yes. be the quiet. I'm going to just mention a quick wine app for, for the winos out there, of which I am a proud member. It's called Wine Notes. It's not a great app. It's yes. a good app. Um, exactly. It's free. It's basically, if you do a lot of wine tastings, you know, um, if you, you're out and about and you've, you know, a lot of times grocery stores or wine stores will have tastings. You'll think, oh, that's really good. You may not have bought the wine at the time, but if it's a good wine, you can base you can basically um take you sometimes it will scan the barcode i don't find the barcode scanning is that accurate in this app so i'm just going to tell you right off the bat you can take a photo of it so open up the app you can basically just click on the black square with the camera in it and it will open up the camera and you can take a photo of the label. Then you can start to talk about it. You can, you can basically select the vintage, it, what you've rated, uh, the, the region, the country it's from, the alcohol content. You can, you can go through all of that. I don't necessarily do that. Sometimes I'll take a note. You can, there is a, uh, a field where you can put your notes in it saying, you know, it's really great. It's really jammy. It's a, you know, a, a young wine or it's a, it's got a lot of oak flavor and you're able to do that in this app. But I like the fact because there's so many times when I've tasted a wine and then I'm out in the store and I can't remember what the name of it was, or, you know, I can't remember the label. I thought it had, I thought it had a sheep on it. So this app is great. You can just use it for taking notes. You can make it more uh, a little more profound if you want by you know they have like you know the like I said all the information with tastings and location but I don't do that I think once you have the label and you throw some notes in it and the price then you know I think putting the price is important because you know a lot of times these wines do go on sale so that's it wine notes and you can sync you can sync through across your devices too so if you have it on your iPhone you can sync it on your iPad and your Mac and stuff so wine notes free I love wine store right I now. I forgot about that one. Yeah. yeah it's, that's, that's pretty cool. The one thing that's great about the iPhone, even the iPad, is that that camera, you know, which is take a picture of the label. And I have tons of labels in Evernote of all my wines. Oh, that's a great <laughs> yeah. idea. Yeah. 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 yeah so. That way it's always accessible to you. Yep. So yeah. my very last one, drum roll, uh, is I got this when... I got my very first iPhone, the Epicurious recipe, uh, and shopping list. And it pretty much has the same features as um, 
the other cooking apps that, that we had. But what I liked about it when I first got it was that, I, like you said, you enter those ingredients and then it it will pull, you can pull up a recipe for those ingredients because uh, I don't shop a lot. So sometimes I want to just give it a green onions and potatoes, whatever I got in there. And if I throw that in there, they'll give me suggestions about how what I can use to as a recipe. What recipe I can use those ingredients in. Um, it's free and it's for the iPhone and the iPad. And it's been around a very, 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 very long time. Um, one thing that it has is a new feature. Is where you can actually sync your recipes, your favorite recipes across all your devices. And the caveat there is that people have been complaining that they've lost recipes. And I know, Suzanne, if you lost recipes, you'd be pretty upset, wouldn't you? Yep. <laughs> so I wouldn't upgrade if, if, if you have an older version. Um, or I wouldn't use the, the sync feature. Um, that's probably the best is just not use the sync feature so they can actually fix that. Um, because that is disastrous. I haven't used Epicurious in a while, but um, like I said, whenever I have an issue where I don't, I just have just some eclectic mix of ingredients, it's an excellent uh, app to, to use to come up with a recipe idea. I know, Suze, you, you, you uh, use that app also, don't you? Because I like the fact they do seasonal recipes. And there's a, they, what I love about Epicurious, because not only is it a free app, but it's the fact that they basically aggregate all their information from like Bon Appetit, Gourmet, mm-hmm. it's all over the place, and uh, cook, uh, certain cookbooks. But also, people need to really check out the reviews because they review by the fork system. So if something has like two forks or three forks, read the reviews to find out what was wrong with the recipe because sometimes it's just because somebody doesn't like one of the ingredients. Well, that's not necessarily a reason to review something two stars just because you don't like one of the ingredients. Instead, you know, I usually read a few of the reviews because some they always um, have really good feedback. Like somebody will say, you know, instead of using a half a cup of sour cream, you may want to use a quarter cup because it was too moist. So read through those reviews, but I really do like Epicurious very, very much. I've, I, I find if I'm stuck, you know, knowing what to make, I'll just go there and see what they have. And sometimes it's just nice to, you know, spend a few minutes browsing through some of the new recipes. And you can fave them. So when you mm-hmm. fave them, go into your little favorites so you have them. So you don't have to keep rebrowsing through them. And that's what Vicky meant. I lost a lot of my favorites. And I won't do that again. I won't upgrade. I'm keeping, I'm leaving it alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, so, Elisa, this would be great for you, too, also. If you, I have it. If you, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, okay. I just I just <laughs> never really opened it, but I do have it. Yeah, I mean, just I think everybody has it because it was one of the ones I think it was like featured uh, an app store a um, long time ago. I, I I used to buy everything that was free and featured in the app store. <laughs> so. Yeah, I did a lot too, and so yeah. like, oh, I never used these, but I just really can't bring myself to delete anything because well, with these because I know one day I will look at them. One day. One day. One your day. recipe will come. Yes. <laughs> yeah, one one day. I expect your husband to be calling us next week and saying that was the best episode ever on Three Geeky Ladies because now Elisa is cooking. <laughs> yes. Well, no, usually, yes. well, sometimes what happens if it's just the two of us, if my son is out or whatever, he, I'd be like, guess what? I made dinner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, oh, great. Oh, okay. <laughs> he go. He reaches for his tums. <laughs> yeah, he was... Uh, we're, we're all spoiled now because as soon as Shane came home from college and started doing all the cooking again, we're like, yes. <laughs> how did they learn how to cook? Well, he was always interested in it. In fact, when he was a little boy, he decided he wanted to be a chef. So we had a very fancy restaurant a few miles away in downtown. Um, that ha- It was a bed and breakfast and a, an exclusive kind of a restaurant. And they did cooking camp. So... Him and one of his friends went every summer. I want to say it was for three summers. They went for a week. They'd go Monday through Friday. It was like eight to five. And on the last day, all the campers would cook a meal for the parents. 
And, you know, each person did a different thing sometimes, and they worked on everything. It was appetizers, desserts, the main course, how to set a table correctly, how to fold the napkin, where to put your silverware, where to put the cup in relation to the plates. It was the whole, the whole thing. And it was really nice. It was, wasn't cheap, but he really got a lot out of it. Plus, they gave him a cookbook each year of recipes that they worked on. And then when he got a little older, he decided he would be a teacher during the school year, and then he'd work in a restaurant over the summer. And that kind of fell by the wayside. So now he's just working, and he's not a teacher yet. He's got his degree, but he's not teaching yet. But he is working in a school, and when he comes home, he cooks. Wow. And he, enjo- and he enjoys it. Mm. And I'm, t- I'm finding out a lot of people who like to cook don't like to shop. Grocery shopping doesn't phase me in the least. And I always say to him, if you have something specific you want to make, just tell me. I'll put it on the list, and I'll buy it. And that's how we do. He tells me, we ran out of this, we ran out of that. Okay, I put it on the list, and I buy it. Wow. Um, do you want to rent out your son? <laughs> I'm sure he would love a free trip to California. <laughs> wow, See, I like, I like shopping for the, I like shopping because I like, not necessarily the staples, but I love shopping for vegetables and I, I do. I, just, I don't know. I, I like going to markets. But Yeah, you will love it out here. We have the real farms you can go to here. So. Absolutely. Well, you know, a few yeah. Years ago, I met up with um, Nemo when I was bringing my son back from college. I met up with Nemo and, and Barbie um, Adler in San Francisco, and they brought me to the Marin County Farmer's Market. And I was absolutely blown away. If you had told me, Vicki, that there was four different types of strawberries and that they all tasted different, I would have laughed at you. But these were heavenly. They were unbelievable. I, oh, I'm still raving about them. And, you know, they, of course, they give you tastings on everything. Uh, it was, it's a fabulous farmer's market. I wish I did live in California. So, well, Vicki, you have enough room in your house. Elisa and I can just come out and live. I'll cook for you. Hey, I'll go shopping. Yeah. That'll work. You to, that would definitely. You go to work. All right, Vicki, you go to work. I'll do the grocery shopping. Suze will do the cooking. And we'll all be happy. Yeah, we're good to go. We can. <laughs> it's time for podcast. We'll just set up uh, the microphone. All three just we'll we'll just talk and eat. There you go. Talk mm-hmm. and eat. That's, that'd be great. That, that, that sounds. I think one of the final thing is that sometimes your local newspapers have really great recipes. I used to live in Southern New Jersey, and I used to get the Philadelphia Inquirer. Their food section was fabulous. I I tried a number of recipes that were just great. They're part of my little arsenal of things that I can't cook. And uh, like for instance, I I love I like chicken wings with the the um you know the carrots and the, and the celery and blue cheese. Where they had a recipe for blue cheese soup that was like unbelievably good. A different alternative instead of just okay, we're going to have chicken wings with you know the dip and sort of boring kind of thing. It was just something different that you could throw together. And um, yeah, so try out your local newspapers. They are great, great, mm, great That's true. Sources. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, on that note, it's probably time to wrap up. We could probably go on another hour or two with all the fabulous apps that are in the app store. But for now, we'll just leave it here. Maybe we'll do a part two in the future. So if you need to get a hold of us, all our contact information is on the website, threegeekyladies.com and the number three is spelled out T-H-R-E-E or you can find us on mymac.com where we'll be cross-posting for I'm not sure how much longer but for at least the time being and on that note I want to say thanks so much for listening don't forget our contest to win the free iPad app or not win a free iPad app called write PDF just leave a comment on the show notes page and uh, on that I say thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye-bye. Dinosaurs live in the zoo? 
according to one boy they do, you just have to look hard enough. Join him as he goes looking for a dinosaur in the new book written and illustrated by MyMac.com writer Donnie Yankelo titled Looking for a Dinosaur. Your young kids will love the full-color illustrations from Donnie's imagination. Now available in the iBookstore as an ebook and in print at lulu.com. Just do a search for Looking for a Dinosaur. Get the ebook for just 99 cents through September 21st. <laughs> 